Today is day 166 of my imperfect life decision boy, Yahya Barua. Um, just it's a day off. I just needed to rest. Yo, I've been feeling a bit under the weather today, uh, yesterday, and uh, especially today though. So I'm just, just taking it easy to be honest. Not gonna lie, a part of me, a part of me just kind of feels guilty at times because, you know, I feel like I really should be more productive, and but sometimes I don't know. I think this is something that maybe other people can relate to as well. But you know, I don't feel good sometimes when I don't, when I'm not as productive as I want to be or need to be, and. Sometimes I just don't know what the hell to be doing sometimes and I'm not gonna lie, it's a bit difficult but I don't know. And the funny thing is though, like I could do a thousand and one thing in one day and sometimes I will still feel this way. <laughs> That's the funny thing. So it's like I guess my point is I'm very hard on myself sometimes. My fiance would hear this and be like, yes, Yahaya, you are. If she was here, that's exactly what she would say. But yeah, man, I can be very hard on myself. Like I can move a whole mountain and whatnot, but then by the time a few hours go by, I feel like I haven't done anything. I feel like I haven't really uh, been productive at all, you know? I guess that's just what it is as a human being. You know, you're satisfied, but not really. I don't know. I just really want to be okay with just sitting, uh, sitting still, and not and not do anything, and actually just be okay and not feel guilty for sitting still. You know, even if I haven't been productive sometimes. I just want to be okay with just, you know, with just being still. Cause I feel like, I feel like maybe it's a, it's a North American thing that, you know, there's that constant need to have to be productive all the time. I, I don't know, man. I feel like people out there who work five days a week and not do anything after that work. I don't know what I'm saying. Like there are people who, you know, it's crazy for them to have to work 12 hours straight. You know, there are, there are countries in the world where it's the culture to not work during the evening. I mean, during um, mid-afternoon you know everybody goes goes home and have a siesta like a national siesta or something I'm probably making this up but I think it's somewhere in Europe you know it's a thing to go and rest during the day go home and just shut down the street you 
know, like, I want to be okay with that. I want to be able to do that without thinking that I'm being lazy or being unproductive. I just want to be okay with that. You know, like, when I work hard, I work hard. I don't break. You know, I can work, like, two weeks, a month straight without breaking. Like, when I was doing a book signing, when I was on tour with Indigo, you know, I was always, always on the road. Like, I was always on the road. In 2019, I drove, uh, I don't remember, but I think I drove either 27,000 miles, no, 27,000 kilometers or 24,000. I think I drove 27,000 kilometers, but just for the sake of being modest, I'll just say 24,000. Like I drove well over 24,000 kilometers in that calendar year of 2019. That was my last uh, year from book signings and whatnot. That's when I retired from doing book signings. And it's not because of COVID that I decided I wanted to retire. It was something that happened long before COVID ever came as uh, on the horizon as a major, or long before COVID appeared on the horizon as a major threat. I mean, we were already hearing of issue. We were already hearing of COVID um, kind of slowly making its way in the world. But obviously, as the world is, you know, if it doesn't affect you, it's not really happening. Unfortunately, that's the mindset. Until it starts to affect you, that is really, really a problem. Yes, human beings, right? But, um... Yeah, so just really been on the road for so long. Um, I would do like 30 book signings. I think the record, <laughs> I've never, I don't know. I think I've, I've actually done 30 book signings in, in a month. But I think the record, though, I can guarantee you is I've done 28 book signings. So basically, I've worked 28 days out of the month. And about 10 hours a day and if you want to include prep time if you want to include travel time then about 12 hours a day if not 13 because traveling to peterborough for example which is a city about an hour and a half from toronto one way you know and then back another way that's three hours on the road and you know in most cases i don't sleep in those towns I will come back to my home sleep in my bed because it just it's cheaper it's more economical it's more economical that way like instead of renting a hotel or Airbnb to stay for you know 50 bucks or 60 bucks for the night that's a full tank of gas and it takes me let's say about $30 worth of gas um, approximately you know it takes about $30 worth of gas give or take to look at my mouth that's gross yeah it takes um, it's often cheaper to stay um in Toronto and then go back the next day than it is to uh, to stay in this town but 
I guess maybe it would just have been better if I had planned it better, you know. Um, sorry, I'm just washing my hair. Like for example, um, when I was, I went to this town, um, what's the name of this place? Stone Road Mall, where is that located? Guelph. I went to Guelph, which is about an hour, 20 minutes, I think, from Toronto. And I remember um, one year, one day, uh, for my book signing in 2018, I think it was. Yeah, it was in 2018. I stayed, no. It was 2017. I stayed overnight. I rented a hotel. It cost me over $120, I think it was, for that one night stay. That's like, at those prices, I mean, at the gas price of that time, I think it might have been like 102, 105, or maybe 110. Like, I would have filled up my car twice, and then a, and then a half time. I would have gotten two and a half tank worth of gasoline um, if I had saved that money by coming back home to sleep. But, you know, I was just in general. But sometimes I, also, I would also just sleep in my car. I did that a lot, I'm not gonna lie. I did that a lot in 2016, especially when I was staying back at my parents at the time before I moved into my own place. Yeah, that was rough. And I remember, had I not closed my sunroof one time, I would have had a, a guest visitor, you know, wild animal. I didn't know what it was, but I woke up with the footprints of this animal on top of my car. Like, it, was, it had been snowy, so obviously it leaves tracks. It left a track, oh, it left its track in the snow uh, all over the car. So I'm guessing they were looking, the animal was looking for a way into the car, perhaps to attack me or something, you know? Like, it was, it climbed up the hood, went on top, onto the roof, uh, I have a sunroof and whatnot, so and I usually would leave that open a little bit. But man, only God know, man. Only God knows the risk that I had, I had took by sleeping in a car. That was actually not safe. That was really not safe to do that. That was not safe, and I slept in a freaking parking lot of the store that I was visiting and I would wake up to go to Starbucks um, <sighs> to clean up after you know this is the washroom or whatnot clean up after myself in the morning in preparation to change or whatnot yeah good times so I'm guessing I'm grateful for COVID because it has allowed me the opportunity to really rejuvenate and to really rest, man, because um, 
I've been on the road with Indigo for a really long time, and uh, the most intense part of my journey with them really started back in 2016. The later, well, let's just say uh, from June, around June, July. Excuse me. Probably around July, August, and then onward. But I started doing book signings with Indigo back in 2011, and I did a few book signings then. And then I, and then I really started doing them full time in 2013, and uh, March 2nd, I think it was March 1st, March 2nd. Because I remember I quit my job at the time. I was working with Rico, which is a printer, printing, print, printer manufacturer I used to work with them in the warehouse packing and stuff and I told myself I asked myself or should I, I told myself if I worked this hard on my own dreams on my own goals I would be a millionaire I would be very successful because I was working 12 hours a day for 5-6 days with very very little rest I was making like 500 bucks less than that actually every week with that much work yeah, so that's where it all, that's where I got the push to really take my dream seriously as a novelist. No idea where I was going, but I just quit my job, and I just started going. I just started going. I've been going ever since, and uh, I started doing like, you know, three to four events to five events a month, and then started to do about 10 to 12 events a month and then started to do 15 and then I started to do 20 and then I started to do 25 and then from 15 really it became like oh sorry from 20 rather it became like 25 to 28 to 30 events a year I mean a month sorry and um because I figured if I go and do one event, why book one event with a store when you can book two back to back? I'm already there set up, so why waste the resource in having to just do one event? You know, so I'll just book both days, let's say Saturday, Sunday, make it a weekend event, and then Thursday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you have Monday for rest. Or you just do a single event for that day with a different store. And some days I just do three events. And I got so successful with it that managers didn't even ask me whether I wanted to do one store anymore, one event anymore. They started to just automatically ask to book me for two event days. And yeah. And I started just, and I started to make a day what I used to make in one week at Rico. Yeah. So even when I first quit my job, like the first day I quit my job, or the first day I started doing book signings after quitting my job, I made in one day 
what it'll take me almost a week to make. And it'll take me more than 40 plus hours or 50 plus hours to make. Let's see how long. So 12 times 5. Damn. Yeah, I was definitely working about 60 hours a week. Because I was doing 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day for five days. Yep, 60. 60 hours a week. I was making about 500 and some change after taxes have been deducted and all that other good stuff. But I was working at Rico. So. So. Yeah, it was absolutely punishing, man. Like. Having gone door to door, having sold my books in stores, you know, lost so much weight, man. I lost so much weight. It's crazy. I lost so much weight. Um, my throat would hurt so much just from talking with people. And then I would come home and not want to talk to anybody because I just can't. It just hurts. Like I would spend 10 sometimes 12 hours just talking with people straight without any rest I'm the type of guy that doesn't take breaks hence I lost a lot of weight I ate improperly I didn't really do what I needed to do at times in terms of food I barely drank water because I didn't want to be using washrooms a lot so anyways that was my journey Yes, so my point is, I don't feel guilty for not doing any work. I'm, I don't feel guilty for just sitting here. I'm okay with that. Because I'm going through a setup for a comeback. There's a lot going on right now. And there's a lot that I don't know. And there's a lot that I'm still trying to figure out. But at the same time, all these things, a lot of it that I don't know that I'm still trying to figure out. I've put before God and I'm letting him take the lead. Because it's really confusing at times, man. It really is confusing sometimes. Like you don't know what the freak to do, where you fit in, how you're supposed to think. Well, in God because he is ever faithful I mean he got me here I'm living in my dream home right now like straight up I used to always come down here from where I used to live in the village sharing uh, a house with five other guys who are often messy more than they are clean washroom is trash always I mean, not always, but it was more often than not. They don't clean up. And all of them were guys. So you can imagine what I'm talking about. Kitchen. Let's not even go there. Always messy. Some people eating your food. And, you know, even though I don't own this place, I would always come here. And then 
whatever what do I say here so I would always leave where I was living then to come to this neighborhood and walk around trying to figure out how the heck to live here but then I would always just sit here uh, there's a park down the street that I can overlook from my apartment I can look down to I would just sit here dreaming saying God I thank you that I live here I live here I live here I would just walk around and in the middle of the night sometimes I'm by myself in the night just saying this is me walking because I've had a long day at work I've had dinner now I'm just walking just to rest before I go to bed that's why I'm walking and lo and behold I used to do that and uh oh and one last thing whenever I drove on the highway I could see the building neighborhood that I want to live in I would just say point to the neighborhood I live there I live in that neighborhood and lo and behold I used to do this back in uh, May June July August and then really never stopped and lo and behold I had more money in my bank account than I that I when I decided it was time to leave my parents home again because I moved out of the village where I used to live with a bunch of not so clean and organized guys. Moved into my village, my parents' home, sorry. Um, I was sleeping on the couch. I moved out of the village and on, December, on August 31st, I think it was. Excuse me. On August 30, 30th or 31st. I don't know which one it is. 31st. I moved into my parents' home. Long story, there was a bunch of stuff going on at that time, so I moved. And I, obviously, I didn't want to be on my parents, in my parents' home. I mean, I'm a grown man, I just want my own space. I didn't want to be comfortable, so I just laid on the couch, I slept there, I get up and go to my book signing, go and talk, go sell my book, I promote it, sell my book. And then all the while, I'll just be dreaming. Yeah, so I did that, and lo and behold, I was able to, in January, put a deposit for this place. And I've been living here for the past four years. And now, God willing, I'm gonna buy my own place. And uh, one step at a time, we're gonna, we're gonna get there. But anyways, I guess you could say this is the story of Yahya Barua. I'm sharing this with you because I don't know if it is the case, but you know, if in case you're feeling a bit lazy or you just feel like you should be productive, but sometimes you just need to stay still, even if you haven't been as productive as you want to be for the past, you know, how long you think, I don't know. So just remember, it is okay to actually not do work if you are able to not do work, it's important sometimes because, yeah, you can be busy, but are you being productive at the same time? And whatever the case may be, just know that what is meant for you will be yours no matter what anybody says or does. And when you're a dreamer, you're really not lazy when you're a person a go-getter you're really not lazy man like 
I think go-getters are perhaps the hardest working people in the world because when they work hard, they work hard. And when they're not busy, when they don't want to work hard, they're still working hard because they don't know how to freaking relax. They're so busy thinking about what should I be doing. That's working in itself. It takes up a lot of mental capacity. I think go-getters don't know how to relax, so I think perhaps that's one of the biggest things as well a struggle sometimes you know but when I look back on everything that I've done and everything that I'm still doing and the risk that I'm taking on I know that God is still with me because there's so many times I could have failed and fallen flat on my face I didn't and I'm still here and God willing I will continue to be here and I will continue to thrive I just wanted to share that with you if it's any uh, if, it, if, if it means anything well I'm glad if it doesn't mean anything well hey I'm glad too at least you listened that's all I have to say I think this might perhaps this might actually be my longest podcast ever then again maybe I'm no longer I'm just a guy trying to actually no I'm not trying to figure it out anymore just a guy who has surrendered it all to God straight up because it is exhausting to try to figure shit out just let it be and do what you need to do and let God do his part and I consciously have decided to let go and let God take the wheel Lord you take the drive you take the wheel because you see better what is good for me and what isn't Bless me with my dream at the right time that you think I'm ready to handle them and the responsibilities that come with them. And if, if you can relate to this prayer, you know, say amen on behalf of yourself. As I say amen on behalf of mine. Amen. In Jesus' name. Strugglesofadreamer.com is my website. If you want something inspirational to read, then I invite you to read my book. God bless you. May all of your dreams come.